Okay, new year, new you, new TFSA limit. <laughs> yeah, everybody likes a new TFSA limit. What is you know it what? this year? Uh, isn't the limit 7,000? 7,000. Okay, so you say everyone loves it, but do you know what? I see more and more people not using their TFSAs. Really? Really. Yeah, it's a true story. So um, especially now that we're tiptoeing closer to tax season two and people start getting their tax slips, if you are getting a T5 or a T3 slip, you, you likely don't really know what they're about. You just know that you have to use them for your taxes or give them to your accountant or your dad or your neighbor or whoever <laughs> does your taxes. The, these T5 and T3 slips mean that you've made money on an investment account could have been a dollar could have been a thousand dollars and you have tfsa limit come on mm -hmm. get that money out of that non-registered account and mm -hmm. put it into your tfsa right yeah so we're so when you say people aren't using their tfsa is like what what are they using it's so funny. They're just non-registered accounts or they're like, what are they doing? Yeah. So I see people um, and I work with a span of different people. So I'm, I'm going to, I don't want to say pick on, but the most recent clients I've been working with, they are getting closer to retirement. They're in their fifties. They have pensions. They hoard a little bit of money in their bank account. They mm -hmm. like seeing a big balance there, which mm -hmm. I totally don't blame them. <laughs> I totally understand. Mm -hmm. um, they use RSPs. They mm -hmm. use what they know. And one of the things sure. that they never really learned about or were, were taught is yeah. about tax-free savings account. So now that yeah. they're tiptoeing closer to retirement, I see this missed opportunity that they had to be saving within this tax-free environment so that in retirement they can draw tax-free without yes. bumping themselves up into a higher tax bracket yeah, and so they both yeah. had so i i i mean it's new year right now so their limits are likely higher but when i was doing my initial assessment of their current baseline and i saw that both of them had the eighty-eight thousand. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's right. So um, just to kind of pause for a second, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the, um, the rules of a TFSA, so the first two letters are tax-free. So it's tax-free on the way in. Like, it's just nothing happens. You don't get a uh, tax refund. Like, there's no tax implications on the way in. Then while it's sitting there, hopefully growing, there's no tax implications. And then you can also take it out without any tax implications. Like it's tax-free beginning, middle, end, end, unlike other uh, acronym products like RSPs and whatnot. So, um, and then the 88 that uh, Megan referenced, your contribution room, all Canadians go up the same amount um, each year. So your contribution room last year, assuming that you were whatever, like 18 or 19 years old in 2009 or whenever it was that they came out, um, most of our listeners will be in that age range. Um, so just 
a few days ago, back in 2023, the room was 88,000. We got another 7,000 room for 2024, putting most of us up to 95,000. And that's for each adult who was an adult in 2009. Um, that's for both of you. So that's $190,000 that can be growing tax free and can be taken as retirement income tax free. And that's a big flipping deal for those who their retirement plan is a pension mm -hmm. because that's taxable in retirement. If your retirement plan is CPP and OAS, that's taxable in retirement. If your retirement plan is uh, rental income, <laughs> there's taxes on that stuff too. I mean, yes, you get some, you know, some business um, benefits and, and whatnot, if that's, uh, if that's your jam, but that's taxable. So having tax free income is like the bee's knees. Why wouldn't you want that? And if you have room in your TFSA, um, go fill it up. <laughs> go fill it up. Yeah. Goal number one, max yeah. out your TFSA. Goal number one, five ninety five thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> So Let's go back to what you just said. Why wouldn't you put it in your ta ta tax-free savings account? And the, I feel like the main reason, there's a few reasons why. Number one, maybe you want to throw that $5,000 extra you, you have on some debt. Maybe you want to spend it. Also, if I told you that if you took that $5,000 and put it on um, and invested it, and you're like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, yeah and put it in an RSP. And when you put that $5,000 in there, you're going to get $1,000 of it back in April because of tax mm -hmm. time. That might prevent you from picking the TFSA yeah. as opposed to the RSP. But the important thing to keep in mind is although you're getting that $1,000 today, you're just deferring the tax until you take it out of the RSP eventually. Mm -hmm. So I think for some people, a dollar in my pocket today is worth more to me than a dollar in my pocket that I would save by taking it out of my tax-free savings account in retirement. Absolutely. And, yeah. and if current Megan is making all the decisions, then of course, I'm going to put uh, money in my RSP 10 out of the 10 of the times. Absolutely. And keep in mind coming from somebody who I spend my money before I even get it. Like if I know I'm getting, let's say a $10,000 bonus or a $500 tax return, the minute I know about it, I spent it in my head already. Okay. Like d just because this is my profession doesn't mean All I my like to for more budgeting my money. tips. <laughs> yeah. I'm really good at spending money, but the thing to keep in mind is that we have to remember that we're more than just current Megan. And future Megan is going to get really uh, prickly when CRA is a par big part of my retirement plan. Yeah. And yeah, so you know how, you know, like we complain that, you know, the older generation, they get all cranky and turn into those grumpy people who have nothing better to do than complain about things yeah that's because they spend their day really angry seeing all their money go to the tax man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what i would encourage anybody who doesn't already have a tfsa to do is to open it 
Yeah, step one. Step That's one, let's step open one. that account. Step two is to start putting money into it weekly. And I always say, start something small, $25 a week. Mm -hmm. And it can start as just a, a typical high interest savings account. Because mm -hmm. then that way, if you are putting your $25 a week into that, and you're finding that it is a heavy weight on your cash flow, you're not used to it yet, you're still getting used to, you know, mm -hmm. missing that $25. Um, you can you can take it back. It's not yeah. locked in. It's yeah. it's accessible, and it, you didn't invest it, so you can take the money back. It won't have gone down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, realizing that you know that would be for somebody who's just getting started, never done it before, not sure if they can afford it. Um, because if we go back to the benefits of the TFSA being tax free. Um, nobody cares about paying tax on the hundred bucks you put in for a month and, and then took back out, right? The, the interest that you may have earned if it wasn't a TFSA would be like half a cent. So nobody cares about that. Um, so yes, to get the ball rolling, to start, you know, get a, a new muscle building of getting some money into your TFSA. Um, I think that a high interest savings account is a just a fine place to get started, but keep in mind that it's tax-free. So what do you want to save your taxes on? Is it on your couple percentage points in a savings account, or is it on a higher rate of return in an investment account? Um, so the TFSA really is just an acronym that the government allows you to like write on a sticky note and put on your account and it tells them what tax benefits this account is supposed to participate in. Um, it also tells them whether or not that account is supposed to get any grants like for education, which in a TFSA, no, it's not. So it's just a little sticky note that goes on top of the account. Um, and the account could be a savings account. It could be a you can buy stocks, you can buy mutual funds, you can buy ETFs, you can do whatever you want to do practically um, in your TFSA. So um, if you have extra room, then yeah, do it in a savings account. But I, I can't stand when people think that like a TFSA, because it says savings account in it, that they're supposed to just use a savings account um, because they're missing out on so much opportunity. I'm not worried about the taxes you're going to pay on your savings account. I'm worried about the taxes you're going to pay on your investment account that's going to compound over one or two or three decades. Those mm -hmm. are the taxes that we don't want to pay. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if anything from listening to these podcasts, I'm hoping is the permission slip to take some action. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. open two accounts, open one that's $25 that you're saving, um, you know, for just to try it out and then yeah. stop your RSP contributions and, and put them into a new TFSA, two separate. Mm -hmm. You can have as many TFSAs as you want. The mm -hmm. rule of the TFSAs is your limit. Yes. Yeah. So uh, if I'm right in doing the math, if, I've, if I was um, of age in 2009, my limit this year, if I didn't put a single dollar into my TFSA between then and now, would be $95,000, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Yeah. So, so you can have 10 accounts just when yeah. you add them all up, they can't be over $95,000. <clears> um, and if you have that problem, you need to call one of us. Yeah. <laughs> if, no, you, if the problem is that you are maxing out your TFSA, there are more strategies available to you that we should definitely um, be talking about. Right. But it's a good problem to have. It's a great problem to have. I remember, um, you know, somebody once saying to me, the TFSA should be renamed the TFIA, the investment account at the end, rather than savings account, to encourage people to use them for investing, because like I was saying, that's that's where the real tax benefits are going to come in, um, is if it grows. And well, on one part, I totally agree. I don't want people using them. Like, I don't care. I use it just just use it. Um, the other interesting thing, like you can combine TFSAs. If you do end up with nine accounts and that's, I don't know why you would, but I don't know, maybe you did. Um, you can combine them all into one. Um, what else can you do with a, with a TFSA? I mean, if you are also investing in your RRSP, maybe your TFSA is where you put, put the tax return. Mm -hmm. um, if you listen to me much, you know that I would want you to keep that tax return um, as saving or invested. I would not want you to go on vacation or pay off a debt or pay something else with it. Um, I would want to keep it invested. And so if that was the case, maybe, maybe you might determine that your TFSA was the place for your tax return money that came from your RRSP. Um, you know, different strategies different strokes for different folks uh but go open your account stop paying tax on your money you got 95 grand go for it 